Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. I am trying out a different podcasting forum. I'm using Zencaster, um, which will also include some live uh, video footage of the podcast. So welcome so much for um, joining the podcast today. I thank you for listening. And before I get started, just want to say thank you guys for being patient with the fluctuation of scheduling. I'm definitely just working on simplifying some of the platforms to make it easier to drop episodes on a more regular basis. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Let me see the glare here. So I wanted to talk about this week, um, I really wanted to just kind of do a day in the life and then discuss mother-in-laws. And the reason that I want to do that is I've been seeing so many things lately in regards to mother-in-laws and just kind of what, um, you know, what, how people feel about them. I feel like the, the, the stereotypical kind of, um, comical like aspect of it is that mother-in-laws are treacherous they're horrible people and you know like people just don't get along with them um and I really just wanted to highlight and share my experience with my mother-in-law she is a fantastic woman a beautiful angel sent from heaven um to be my husband's mom and to be the grandmother to my daughters and you know I just want to kind of really share my experience and there's been some things that I've learned over the 16 years that my husband and I have been together. And I just really wanted to highlight that experience and just certainly put it out there for anybody to, you know, submit their feedback, email me, share your stories. Maybe you have really great stories like I do, or maybe you have some horror stories. Um, and if you do, I, I totally get it. I know that, you know, just, just as there are not so great parents that we will encounter some not so great in-laws and that's perfectly fine. You know, I, Unfortunately, that's just kind of the the cards we've been dealt, right? But I really wanted to highlight what a positive and healthy relationship um, I have with my mother-in-law and just kind of make note because I actually yesterday went to um, the doctor's office and I was like surrounded by all these elderly people, super cute, adorable. And then this lady sat next to me and she, you know, she starts talking to me really cute and she ended up having dementia. So her daughter was there with her taking care of all her stuff. And then, um, we go through and, you know, I'm, she really liked the purse that I have, um, and complimented it. And, you know, she was like, oh, that's a really cute purse. And I said, thank you. My mother-in-law actually gifted it to me. And her daughter had just sat like moments before and she's like, oh, really? She's like, you don't really hear that very often. Um, and you know, I really wanted to highlight, you know, maybe it's not the norm or maybe we don't highlight enough healthy, happy relationships between in-laws, but I definitely wanted to highlight that. So I'm the oldest of six, as you guys have heard in previous episodes, as I've introduced myself. If you're a new listener, please certainly go back and listen to um, a little bit of my introduction and background. So I'm the oldest of six, so I'm always raised to be very independent. You know, with six kids in the house, we all had to kind of pull our weight and do things for ourselves. Um, And when I met my husband, he was technically an only child for his parents. He also has an older um, half-sister from his dad, but he was the only kid in the house. So when I met my husband, he was just, he was very used to having his mom take care of everything. Even if he didn't want her to, she was obviously doting on him, um, you know, every moment and opportunity that she got because he was the only child. Now with that, um, it took a little bit of getting used to for me because I was used to just kind of taking care of my things. I was in college. Um, 
and just kind of running my own independent stream. I've been working. I had my own car. I did my own things. Um, so when we first got married and we had our, our oldest daughter, who's now 12, um, I had just some difficulty accepting just her willingness to do things for us. So like she cooked for the baby and then she would send things in particular containers and things like that. And honestly, it's, it's funny, but I like I really struggled with like that new balance of um understanding that there was somebody who wanted to help us. Um, and I wasn't, not that my mom and dad didn't help us as kids. Um, but it was just like very weird to have somebody like interject themselves into your life to help, even though I felt that I was more than capable of handling whatever it was. So that was kind of mindset number one, right? Sometimes we're going in with our own preconceived notions of what the relationship should be and what I'm expecting from that relationship. And in that case, I was expecting to be fully independent. I had my first child. I thought that I could, you know, I was more than capable of feeding my baby or doing the things around the house or whatever. And my mother-in-law was just really trying to genuinely from her heart, be helpful, be, um, you know, an aid to this new life that we were now leading with a child. And it took me some time. I even went to therapy over it. Um, and my therapist would laugh all the time because she would send me this glass pot to heat up the baby's food in, um, you know, because it's just like old school um, mentalities of things that are not healthy, you know, things that put the baby less at risk in terms of contaminating their food. Um, and she would ask me every session, is the pot still on the stove? And you know, after some time in therapy, just talking through like the emotions of what that made me feel, I realized that one, I was having issues with control because I felt that it was my house and I should be able to control the things that happen in it. And two, I had to understand. And honestly, this is a lesson again, that continues to be revisited in my mind and heart is that my mother-in-law's love language is acts of service. So that means that she expresses her love by doing things for us, such as she comes here and she brings my daughter home from school, which we are absolutely grateful for. Um, and she comes here and she will do some dishes or she will pick up the broom. She will mop the house. And these are just things that she feels she's doing to help us and to show and express her love. And that particular piece, I will tell you, took me some time to accept, to understand, and to like be able to understand that her coming into my house and doing some dishes or picking up the broom and sweeping was not a um, knock to my housekeeping skills. It was not a judgment um, call. It was not, you know, mean-spirited by any form. It was simply the way that she's expressing her love to me, um, to us, to our family, to my kids, to our household. That is just the way that one, she feels useful because that generation, she's, she's in her sixties and you know, that generation was used to always working, putting things forth, doing things. So she can't sit with idle hands. That's just not who she is. And then secondly, why not? If she's retired at this point, why not? Why can't she help do some dishes, do a little sweeping around the house to help relieve some of those tasks from us to be able to enjoy the time with our kids? 
because we both work full time. And it took me a long time, you guys, to really truly accept that. And when I started to like really switch my mindset of, oh, she's trying to control it and she's trying to, you know, take over our life, that is not at all her intent. That is that was never her intention. That was never the sentiment behind her actions. She was truly genuinely just being a kind <laughs> wonderful, loving mom, doting mom. You know, she accepted me under her wing as her daughter. And, you know, she just wanted to be there and support and help us in any way that she saw fit. And, you know, she was, she worked in housekeeping for the last, I don't know, like 15 years of her career. So this is, this is where she felt most comfortable cleaning up, sweeping, dusting, whatever it is, just made her feel valued um, and useful and then simultaneously expressing love um, and care for our family and for us and myself and my husband. And I really think that when we look into relationships, especially something like that, where it's in-laws and you're not necessarily related by blood and you're kind of in that awkward place trying to figure out, you know, how how close can we be? Um, I think that we really need to go into things open-minded and understand, one, I never, ever disrespected my mother-in-law in any way, shape, or form in terms of the things that I was feeling, hence why I ended up in therapy because I'd rather talk it out with somebody else than to ever say anything in a tone or condescending manner to hurt her feelings because she is the mother of my husband and the grandmother of my children, and I would never want to hurt this woman. She is an absolute angel. She's fantastic. She was welcoming to me, to my family, accepting of me and my family. She loves my daughters and is such a doting grandmother. She is a fantastic mom and mother-in-law. Whenever we're sick, she sends us soup. She's just like the most nurturing, sweetest, gentlest soul. And I love her spirit and energy for our kids because our house is chaotic. My side of the family is loud and chaotic and busy. And she is like literally the peace and calm that my kids get introduced to in their life. And I just feel like she just balances out all of this energy. And, you know, when I really started to take that step back and not make it about myself and how I was feeling, but really understand and comprehend where her actions were coming from and what it was, the intent was behind it, I really began to just kind of feel relief because some of the things I felt like, you know, I was like, oh my God, does your mom just think that I don't clean the house? Does she think that I can't do this? And it wasn't that at all. So when I started to let go of these feelings of feeling like, oh, you know, she doesn't think that I can do the dishes or she doesn't think that I can sweep. And I started to just really be grateful. I'm like, you know what? That's one less thing that I have to worry about today. You know, that's one less thing that I need to do. That way I can hang out with the girls. I can play with the girls or I can do something else. I can focus on a different task um, or just ease and relax my mind. Um, I really started to just really see and value that much more the relationship that she and I have. Um, You know, she just does like such cute, sweet things all the time. And I'm just so grateful. And sometimes I'm like, you don't need to do all these things. Like you can just come here and be you and we will love you just the same. Um, But she's, she's just so doting and so sweet and so giving. And, you know, she's just fantastically genuine. And I just love her peaceful energy. She and I crack up and and laugh all the time. I love talking to my mother-in-law, which I know for some people is a foreign concept. But I really think that if you begin to put yourself in that place where you can find some common ground, um, you can really have 
really healthy and happy relationships with your in-laws and it doesn't have to be a stressful like mindset that you go into it and I really think that the better we understand how our in-laws um especially depending on the age bracket that they're in we really understand kind of like the way that they were taught to um behave or respond or show love and you know some of that stuff carries so like my mother-in-law had to you know she had to spend her her childhood cleaning and she was always taking care of you know things and taking care of people and her sister helped raise her and it's just like that these are things that she was used to seeing and that was the behaviors that she learned and that's how she expresses love by taking care of things by cooking by cleaning um you know doing anything that she can to be a help and honestly i i was kind of thinking what i should do this week for the podcast and then this lady yesterday randomly in that doctor's office and her comment to wow you don't hear that every day and i said nope my mother-in-law is absolutely wonderful she's an angel and i truly mean that from from the depth of my heart my mother-in-law is a beautiful human being inside and out. And not just because of the things that she does, because I would love her either way, but she's just a magnificent human being who is always looking out for us. She's always looking out if we need anything. Um, if we get sick or any of the kids are sick, she's there bringing soup, providing home remedies to try and help everybody feel better. She's always looking out for our well-being, for our health. She's looking out for, you know, the house to be neat and tidy and, you know, just kind of really help move our family along. And honestly, looking back at the last 12 years of us parenting, so many things that, you know, she's really stepped in and just been a wonderful aid and just a wonderful support system for us, for our kids. It's just really remarkable when I really look back and think about it. And, you know, I, I am a person of, of faith. And, and honestly, when I started to, to read delve back into the love languages, which, which I have read so many times, I really thought, I really need to go back and understand the love language that my mother-in-law is using. And then simultaneously understand that while she um, finds her expression of love as acts of service, she's very much so affectionate and more um, quality time. So when I have the opportunity to just kind of sit down and chit chat with her, we just, we have the best time. And you know, I really just, I, I love her so much and I love just everything that she does for us, the, you know, her energy with our kids. And she's just like, she's just the sweetest. And I really think that, you know, when you meet somebody and you're lucky enough to meet someone who's so sweet and genuine and kind, and just really would give you the shirt off her back if you said that you liked it. Um, you know, I just, I'm really appreciative that this is an energy that my kids are surrounded by. And, you know, I pray to God every day that he blesses her with many, 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 many more years of life because I would be completely heartbroken when the time comes and she passes away because I know that it will be a great um, heartache for my kids. So I just really wanted to highlight that relationship of um, in-laws and just really, you know, and my father-in-law is absolutely wonderful. He's a little bit older, so he's a little bit more reserved and he's a man, but my mother-in-law is 
fantastic. She's so sweet, so wonderful. And I am truly so, so blessed to have her. And, you know, I really hope that there's many of you out there that kind of can resonate with this um, particular experience that I'm having with my in-laws. I have a sister-in-law who's absolutely wonderful. Um, and, you know, it, it's just, you can feel the warmth and love of people when they accept you and they welcome you into their family. And I have been blessed to be loved and welcomed and feel the warmth and love from all of the parties um, on my husband's side that have received me into their family. And, you know, we will celebrate 15 years married next June. And I'm just so grateful for the fantastic in-laws that I was able to inherit as part of that marriage. And I hope like I said, that many of you can resonate with that um, experience. And if you don't, I really would encourage you to kind of take a step back and really analyze the things that maybe go awry in communication or actions and really see, you know, if perhaps we're misunderstanding the intent behind certain actions or certain things that are said to us. And if perhaps if we change that lens that we're looking at it, um, through if maybe we could change that relationship, because I can definitely tell you that I had plenty of resistance at the beginning of our marriage and especially on our journey as parents. And I had a really difficult time, like just sometimes even just tolerating her presence. And it was because I just felt like she was coming at me and doing things because she didn't think that I was capable of, um, or I wasn't doing things right. And when I stopped looking at it that way and just really stopped receiving the fact that she was truly just trying to help, she was truly just trying to be supportive and to just lend a hand in the ways that she could to kind of lighten the load for us. Then I really really began to just appreciate and just be grateful for that additional support. And, you know, we've been, you know, we've been parents for the last 12, almost 12 and a half years. And, you know, through every step, I can say that my mother-in-law has provided support in different realms. And, you know, my mom is so funny because she will say, you know, I have nothing bad to say about any of my in-laws, you know, and my mom will say, you know, I love all of you have great relationships with your, you know, mother-in-laws or father-in-laws or whatever. She's like, I'm glad that everyone has a good relationship with their in-laws. She's like, and I would never try to interject myself into those relationships. She's like, because I know that those relationships do not take her place. And, you know, and when she expresses that, I'm just like, you know what, you're right. Like, it's not a competition. It's not a comparison between my family and his family. It's just our family. Um, and I think the beauty of that is, you know, if you are, if you happen to be an in-law, you know, if you have an, you know, a son-in-law, daughter-in-law, and, um, you know, you really want to analyze your relationship, just make sure that what you're doing doesn't discourage or hurt the relationship that, you know, the other person has with their family or that the, you know, the, the spouse has with you. Um, the goal is to not create problems and division. The, the goal is when people get married that those two families can blend. You know, you don't have to be, you know, joined at the hip because obviously each family kind of operates in their own way. But I can tell you that with all of my sister's in-laws, my in-laws, we've been able to do so many activities and birthdays for the kids. And both of our families, both sides of our families can come together and 
have a wonderful time and just feel the love and appreciation and just overall gratitude of being blessed to be able to have these groups of people that can come together, um, you know, for on occasion and, and just be respectful and mindful and loving towards each other. And, you know, as a mother to two children, I, to two daughters, I, I, hope and pray that they are blessed to have a mother-in-law just like I have. Um, or even as my sisters have, you know, even one of my sisters has a long distance, um, relationship with her mother-in-law because she lives in Puerto Rico. And, you know, whenever they travel down there, they stay with her mother-in-law. They are, you know, and she's doting on them every second while they're over there visiting. And I just think it's really beautiful that you can have a respectful, loving relationship towards that other party. And, you know, if you maybe need to take a step back and look, analyze yourself and your feelings and why you're feeling that way, um, it might benefit, you know, that overall relationship. And I just overall, overall always think about my kids. Is there anything that I would want to show my kids and teach my kids is to be kind and loving and respectful of others, even if sometimes our we have differing opinions. Um, and you know, I, it doesn't matter that, you know, we have quite a bit of an age difference cause she's older. She's older than even my dad. Um, and you know, I, I can be respectful to her opinions and I know that sometimes they have these old school mentalities and that's okay. Um, I've learned to just kind of accept it and, you know, she can tell me the words of advice that she wants and I can choose whether or not I take that advice, but her providing the advice is not hurtful or disrespectful to me. She's just sharing something that she thinks might be useful. And, you know, sometimes I take it, sometimes I don't. Um, and that's okay. I don't need to disrespect her and be like, oh no, don't talk to me. That's not what it's about. I can certainly listen to her. Um, and accept, you know, her words of wisdom and experience, because let's be real, she's already raised a grown man. Um, so I'm just in the, in the beginning phases of it, you know, so, you know, I can always take experience and I'm always willing to listen. Um, and we can have differing opinions and not disrespect each other, um, and still love each other and accept each other and be able to spend a good time. And if there's a certain topic that you just can't possibly tolerate because it gets heated, then avoid the topic and just move on with your life. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. There's a billion things you can talk about. So find something new to talk about and find some new common ground um, and try to develop and grow those relationships because in-laws are not supposed to be a terror. In-laws are supposed to be an addition to your family, not a detraction. So with that, friends, I just wanted to really share that experience this week. Sorry. And, you know, I hope that this uh, episode sounds clear as I'm using some new equipment and trying on a different um, podcasting spectrum. So again, I'm using Zencaster. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Um, if you're interested in trying it, feel free to do so. Um, if you have any ideas for a podcast, please feel free to do them and send me your podcast ideas. Lately, I've been super into true crime and I'm thinking that I might research a case and just try my hand at true crime at least once. Um, but until then, enjoy my random ramblings in the life of Zori. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. It's supposed to be beautiful here in good old Connecticut. The fall foliage is beginning to turn and I can't wait to see it all. Thank you so much, friends. God bless. Have a fantastic weekend. And until next time, bye-bye.